Indiana Jones, Indiana Jones, about Indiana Jones, every movie, one minute at a time, Indiana Jones, Minute. Welcome back to the Indiana Jones Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, one flock of seagulls at a time. <laughs> My name is Tom Taylor. I'm Pete Mubbard. I'm Gerald Christopher St. Alexander, the charcoal burner. Uh, he was known for being filthy and dirty. Porter. <laughs> <laughs> And you, well, you know me. You know what I do for a living. <laughs> never, never filthy and dirty. No. <laughs> Clean behind the ears. <laughs> Hi, this is a uh, this is Jim O'Kane from uh, oh name a podcast uh, Airport Minute. <laughs> name five of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rocketeer Minute. Uh, we've got I, I produced but did not uh, direct <laughs> the uh, Die Hard Minute, and of course the uh, currently or just about to uh, premiering uh, Apollo Thirteen Minute at a. Uh, iTunes or Google Play near you. I'm excited about nice. that one. Yeah, welcome. Yeah. yeah, welcome, Jim. I always get scared when I'm on your show because I feel like I, I listen to your show and it's I realize I know nothing. <laughs> so <laughs> I take I, I, I and and Pete can vouch that I take copious notes and I I, I don't <laughs> I still feel like I have not had enough notes for these particular minutes, but we'll we'll struggle through. Well, you'll fit right in. You said in the past that you've uh, had to yell at us, uh, you know, screaming at your your dashboard. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're, you're just going to have to yell at yourself. That's What's wrong with you, O'Kane? Okay? Don't you know anything? <laughs> you know That's right. Now you get to do it in real life too. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, watch Jim make a complete fool of himself with minute eighty-one, <laughs> Last Crusade. Uh, This is the minute that begins as Henry and Indy climb out of a bomb crater and they run, they run so far away, and it ends with Henry proudly strolling (laughs) along the beach in the shade of his umbrella. And uh, I really, really like the very opening shot of this minute. Uh, it's, it's, you know, picks up from, they, they just crashed into the crater and there's this big, like, you know, completely screen obscuring cloud of smoke. And as that, you know, fades away, uh, we got this slowly moving shot into them, like just popping their heads out of the crater in the car and everything. And there's something very nice about that. That's like, like there's, we just coming out of this crazy scene with a jet coming through or not jet, but you know, the plane coming through the tunnel and everything and blowing up and a guy's head rolls away and stuff and crash into this crater. Now it's kind of like, Ah, okay, there's Henry, there's Indy, they're still going. It's just a nice little sort of a kind of breath intake or something like that. You, you know what's interesting is when Henry stands up, he actually dusts himself off. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. takes his time. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. Indy, Indy's actually losing like about a half a, it looks like a half a box of talc was dropped on his back. Because it, just, <laughs> it just spills <laughs> off that beautiful leather jacket. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's the Indiana true. Jones way. <laughs> and, I, you know, I would just like to say, Pete, uh-huh. the music here is fantastic. Oh. Yeah, this is that scherzo again. Is that oh, what this is? Yeah. 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 This is my this is amazing. And I I love that you you think that, Jerry. That yeah. makes me feel great. And I, I think you know, watching the movie it's great, but I could see like being you for a minute and you come home from work and you you, you know, you, you go into your into your conservatory <laughs> you put on your 
<laughs> you sing you a song to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> put on your little your like little cardigan. buddy slippers, yeah. Yeah, finger pistols, yeah. <laughs> and you, you put this piece of Munich piece of music, you know, on your phonograph, <laughs> and <laughs> and and you just sit back and enjoy and let the day unwind. And and it is, it's it's fantastic. Even just not even thinking about the the movie. Yeah, that's 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 exactly how I came home tonight and unwound. So, <laughs> now, Pete, I've been listening to you talking about the scherzo. Uh, I have a question about this. The four, there's four notes in it that, that they kind of descend and it goes da 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 da, which it, it kind of tr- ties in with the German music. You know, the, when the Germans are showing up, have you noticed that that's the same uh, note progression as used by uh, Baron von Bomberst in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? <laughs> No, oh God, I, like I was watch. I was watching Chitty Chitty Bang Bang the other. And I haven't. I haven't declared the Chitty Chitty Bang Bang minute yet. But uh, <laughs> it's just a matter of time. Some, yeah. But uh, but if if you watch that show, every time they show Baron von, Baron von Bomberst, who happens to be played by Gert Frobe, uh, they have the same four notes. And I'm thinking, was John Williams copying oh, the Sherman boy. Brothers? I mean, it was wow. Well, wait, 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 wait. Let's just be clear. I don't yeah. think the music was the only thing this movie's stolen from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. <laughs> <laughs> I think we, last minute we saw a little bit of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang in there, too. <laughs> well, yeah, well, they're running down to a beach where you could just see uh, Dick Van Dyke having a picnic with the kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and the tide comes in. They're trapped in a car. Yeah. Uh, to to use a Jerry phrase, I have a question here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hopefully, it's an excellent question. Yeah. Do I get to yell at you when I listen back to this? Yes. <laughs> Just punch that dashboard. Uh, the where are they? Where where are they now in relation to Europe? I'm trying to figure out. They got on a blimp. They were leaving Berlin in any one of 300. Okay, so hang days. hang on. We talked about this. You um, weren't on it. So before we all answer and explain it, I'd love to hear where you think they are. I think they somehow made it to Greece. They're somewhere in Greece, and they've got to cross the eastern part of the Mediterranean to get to uh, the uh, Republic of Hattay. Um, my guess would be an island, yeah, some one of the Greek Isles. That makes that makes pretty good sense, actually. Mm-hmm. How they get there, I have no idea. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. thinking Spain because I was thinking that's the only place that would make sense that there are German fighter planes in the vicinity that wouldn't be causing a huge international incident in nineteen. So well, so we have you, you. If you look at the water, you go, okay, is that the Atlantic or is it the Mediterranean? Mm-hmm. I guess well, it, it literally is the Mediterranean, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> then Greece is cool. Yeah, and well, I'm yeah. thinking that maybe they're flying off that same island where they were dragging the uh, the Ark of the Covenant a couple of years back, and you know, there's yeah, lots of, yeah. There's oh, obviously yeah, yeah. there's a there's a sub base there, so maybe they have an airfield. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, I have uh, I have a question for you, Jim. Okay. <laughs> um how long how long would it take for a plane like that? to make a second pass. I would think it would depend on how far the run is. Uh, the the actual well the actual fellow that would know more about this would be uh, uh one of your previous guests Hal Halbert yeah. would uh-huh. uh, would have been able to say where <laughs> where they were going with this. But he would obviously have to do uh, two legs. I don't think he'd be able to, to carve it. Although we do watch him doing that really nice uh, right bank. Mm-hmm. So I mean are we talking like 20 seconds or are we talking like 3 minutes? Uh I mean, maybe he maybe he knows where they're at, and he figures they're sitting ducks, so he just kind of does it leisurely. 
in this case, in this case, it looks like he has what thirty seconds in. Is that, that, mm. That's how long it took. I would say that that's a pretty good yeah uh, estimate. Yeah. He's he's okay. supposedly flying a, a Messerschmitt, right? So that's mm-hmm. it's going to be doing. He's got to do do some turns and line up, and I think he wants to hit them headlong on the beach. He doesn't want to wind up. He he wants them to have no place to run. They're not mm-hmm. gonna they're not gonna run into the ocean. So he's just gonna he's got them backed up against the wall there, that beachhead. Uh-huh. You know what's what's interesting is you say that, but if if you watch that minute, <laughs> they run down that little hill, and it looks exactly like they're going to run into the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you don't know why they don't like just run over to those rocks or something, like some kind of cover. Uh huh. You know that big huge rock is jutting out there. Or get back behind the car. At least you know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> get back I, in I, the car. I don't think he had more more bombs on him. We're not yeah. seeing any bombs right? hanging off yeah. of the uh, fuselage. That's a good point. How hard huh. would it be, Jim? Like to, how hard do you think it would be to be traveling as fast as that Messerschmitt's going and shoot people on the ground with a machine gun? Well, there. I mean, it's he's got he's got the the sight, uh-huh. and, and there's nobody else on that beach. So you just, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, you've played how many how many uh, Battlefield 1942s <laughs> yeah, have you played? A lot, exactly. <laughs> yeah. a lot. This is yeah, this is on easy mode pretty much. So yeah, and and, and as we see when he opens up his six shooter and there's nothing in it but holes, uh, uh, he's really not going to have to worry about being in a defensive posture, or is he? <laughs> right. <laughs> have, have we ever seen Indiana Jones on a beach before? Oh, wow. Good question. Huh. Hmm. I'm going to say no without totally thinking about it. I don't think yeah. we have. I don't think we have either. Huh. And hmm. have we ever seen him out of bullets before? Not not having his gun, but out of bullets. I think we've seen him have to reload, I think. Haven't we? I think maybe in, in Marion's Bar Was there a scene in Mary, maybe in Marion's Bar? Yeah. I don't remember. Huh. I huh. I love the uh I I don't know how guns work and stuff but I, I love the he cracks open the gun and there's that you know I don't see I don't know what it is I don't have the words for it but that part <laughs> of the barrel sort of sticking up and it's just and like it's just that that punctuation of that little like oh the gun's empty yeah it's really empty like yeah. you know yeah. yeah when did he have time to unload his brass though that's what I'm trying to figure out it's like <laughs> I uh, all right oh no we <laughs> yeah I do know did that we, much do we see gun, that yeah. okay yeah. <laughs> Do we see that, Pete? You know where it is? You mean when he lost the bullets? Yeah. Yeah. I, neither Tom nor I had seen it before, but Jerry pointed out in two minutes ago, he shoots his, all of his bullets at the uh, plane that's coming at him when they're in the biplane. Yeah, but then the shells should still be in there. Yeah. Though. yeah. Oh, oh, I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, I know less about guns than Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I went to summer camp. <laughs> that's a good I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, can I say, though, that... Um, as somebody with a mild anxiety disorder, every time I see somebody, whether the gun's loaded or not, putting the gun into the front of their pants, oh god, yeah. I get super nervous. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not a good trigger protocol. Yeah. Uh, I'm always worried that he's going to catch his uh, because I have caught my, <laughs> I've caught the uh, whatever they, it's called nature's snuff box, the the middle part between your index finger and your thumb. I oh. have caught my that part of my hand in a trigger, and it's very very painful. Oh, I see wow. Opening yeah. that thing up, it's like it's like catching yourself the wrong way on a staple gun or on a real gun. Actually. Oh so, wow, <laughs> not a comfortable oh. thing. Oh wow. So that that was my anxiety that. right here. On <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it remarkable how clear Henry's glasses are after all this and the dust and the... Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I, 
<laughs> Many of us are glasses wearers, and I keep thinking, how does he keep them that clean? I just, yeah. <laughs> I work in an hilarious. office, and they're disgusting. He's running all over the place, getting shot at. Yeah, yeah. on the beach, for heaven's sake. So. <laughs> is, that, is that a little assist from Yahweh, Jer? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. I mean, he needs to be able to see where, where the birds are. Yeah. You yeah. know? <laughs> the, the birds that are weirdly not moving. <laughs> oh yeah. really? Aww. Oh, now, now I can't who, unsee oh, it. Now who hates the movie? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ruining the magic of the suspension of the thing. I actually like this because all all these they they you can't train apparently seagulls, so they had all of they made all of these wooden seagulls or like little seagull models that are sitting there on the beach. Oh and wow! If you notice when he walks towards them, they don't move at all. Yeah, you're That's right. Funny. So it's. It, it's kind of it's kind of like those rubber ducks with the sunglasses that you see in everybody's local <laughs> rivers and Amazon. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the more the more upsetting one is the really poor mat work they did on the uh, flying bird scene, where you can see through the birds and you can see the, the cliff behind them. And yeah. It's one of the yeah. worst process shots ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot well, of that. This is a this is a huge moment in this movie though because you know, first of all, I love how Henry unsheathes his umbrella there right? yeah i mean and it's it's a turning point because he's been passive throughout this whole movie i mean even when uh he leaned back in the chair in the castle <laughs> and the mm-hmm. you know the stairs opened up that was just serendipitous you know what i mean it wasn't it, was, it wasn't like he really did anything he didn't take any action it was uh-huh. just inaction <laughs> in a way but uh that opened the staircase but but here i mean now it's his moment of action and i'm wondering so what is the turning point and this is for you pete what is the turning point here is it is it do you think it's you know ever since he lied to his son <laughs> now he's like you know what i can get on board with this i'm going to start i'm going to start doing stuff <laughs> the, yeah. you know i'm going to i'm going to yeah, I'm an action guy too. I'm gonna, you know, th- this is that moment, and and it's crystal clear because you know, Indy is just standing there with his valise, and he like grabs the umbrella, you know, and mm-hmm. unsheaths it, and it's 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 a very uh, specific action. Or is this is this the first time that that he feels like Indy doesn't have things under control, and he's like, well, I guess oh. now I better step in and do it for him. Wouldn't this be the appropriate time for uh, Indy to say to his dad? I can't believe what you did. I mean, because this is this is, Henry, this is Henry. As far as we know, this is Henry Senior's first uh, murder. Yeah, all those yeah. birds. Well, <laughs> <laughs> why does Henry cluck? Yeah, he does like a chicken sound. He does like a. Ch- it's it's like a generic uh, yeah. chicken cluck, and that threat does it threaten the birds, or they does he chickens. think? <laughs> <laughs> or does he think he's communicating with them? Well, chickens will eat anything. I mean, that's one of the. <laughs> I mean, if you if you've ever seen like most people think that chickens are vegetarians, but they, they they'll they'll take anything anything that, like you hear that phrase if pigs had wings, but it really if pigs had wings they'd be chickens <laughs> they'd be because chickens. It, they they eat they eat bugs lizards anything they can get other other chickens you know. No. So it must be like the arch enemy of seagulls would be a chicken. You, you say you say you learn a lot by listening to our show. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I had no idea. Yeah, I, I didn't yeah. know that if pigs had wings, they'd just be chickens. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are viciously omnivorous. And 
Wow. <laughs> if anything could eat a seagull, it would be a chicken. <laughs> I want to just say I'm relieved that they're actually seagulls. I just wanted to make a flock of seagulls joke, but it turned, no one's contradicting me and saying, that, oh, actually, they're turns. Well, something. they're actually doves. They're turns. They're, they're doves? doves? Yeah, when, when the birds uh, all fly up, they're doves because they could train oh, okay. those. And they, have, they had like a big sheet. And they covered the sheet with white feathers, and then they had the doves fly up, and they flung up all the feathers, so it gave this illusion of hundreds oh, wow. of seagulls. Hmm. So you could do a prince line here, then, Tom. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> when doves die. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's fascinating. In Raiders, we had death by working propeller, right? Yeah. Mm. And here we have death by broken propeller. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Non-functioning propeller. Yeah. yeah. Well, speaking of, I've got a question for you, Jim. Okay. If if seagulls, if you're flying a plane and seagulls jam up the engines and the propeller, would the plane still make that zooming sound as it crashes into the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> well, remember the um, a lot of the, the Stuka bombers, and I think the Messerschmitt Howe would be the better uh, authority on this, they all had sirens. Oh, did this have the whistles. siren too? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. a lot of them did. I mean, they, that was to just as a terror-inspiring thing for the ground. Uh-huh. And, uh, uh, yeah, it would definitely make some kind of whooshing, especially if it had, you know, the very non-aerodynamic things of smashed carcasses of birds hanging <laughs> Yeah, it, it increases the whoosh factor. So, uh, yeah, it, <laughs> I think it would definitely be a noisy aircraft. I have to say, that that death has got to stink. Oh, yeah. Like, like mm. actually stink, you mean? Actually stink. Like, yeah. like re- that. if you're going to die that way, that's got to smell You can't horrible. wait to die. Yeah. <laughs> Although our our Indian Henry just suddenly starving because it just smells like roasted chicken. Mm. Ew! That's the next thing wow. we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, do you, is this now? We joke about this movie having levity, and or we fight about this movie having levity. <laughs> I say. <laughs> is this Pete? Do you think this is dark here? Yeah, totally. I do too. Yeah, I do too. This this is like a dark minute. No, this doesn't feel like a funny gag. This just feels. Especially after the whole Sully thing, I guess it just feels kind of like viscerally like, oh, <laughs> yeah. No, well, there's, there's really a scene, I guess, you, you know, the, the scene that's kind of like all the birds that are, you know, in the screen and the maybe the bad uh, special effects or whatever. But it's just it's just gnarly looking. Yeah. It's just, you know, they're all getting thrown against the propellers and it's like and all the birds are dead. Yeah. Yeah. It's just. Ooh. Jared doesn't like it when things get harsh in his Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I mean, I, I more actually. Frivolity. It's yeah. you know what's tough about it is like I say it's it's. Well, I said this about Temple of Doom. It's a little dizzying. Yeah. When it gets super dark and then it's hey like yeah. you know the guy made it through the tunnel and he's looking at us and, <laughs> yeah. and he, he gave us like a funny yeah. smile, thumbs up, <laughs> and then he blows up. Roasted corpse. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's a, this is a remarkably bloodless death too. I mean, after the, yeah. after you see yeah. the, the big impact on the wall and there's a puff of smoke, and then we look at a completely featherless beach, <laughs> and, a, and a man in a waistcoat wandering up with yeah. an umbrella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. It's like that's that explosion true. from Temple of Doom when the plane crashes; it just sort of yes. vaporizes. I was gonna say though, I appreciate. I, I feel like they saw Temple of Doom and were like, you know, "Let's let's do this a little differently," because you don't actually see the you don't see the plane hit the wall. You see, you see Indy's reaction to it, and then it's already exploded and burning right. on the wall. So you don't see that kind of like. I mean, it's it's annoying because you still get the kind of badly, you know, rotoscoped or whatever, uh-huh. you know, plane uh, going over Indy's head. Um, but yeah, I'm kind of glad we don't get that like kind of 
Yeah, like weird Tie Fighter explosion. Yeah, I you know I yeah. love that. I don't need to th- see the explosion. I love, <laughs> they show they show Indy and he kind of like he kind of cringes a little bit, like mm-hmm. whoa, that really happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's great. It's it's more effective than yeah. showing the plane yeah. crashing. Yeah, no, I think that, I think that was well done. That's probably much easier for them too. Yeah. And uh, uh, the thing I noticed at the end, after all of this, uh, Andy's hat still has that perfect dimple at the top of the fedora. I mean, it's really hard <laughs> to keep going. You know, it, it, his hat should be just kind of a little mound, uh, just beautifully arched. I mean, it looks like he had just taken out of you know the Stetson shop and here, just block this for me. Yeah, he has to keep fixing the brim, and bringing it back down. But uh, yeah, no, you're right. The the peak is still peak. Are are you a little surprised that the hat didn't fly off when they're flying the biplane, and then yeah. as soon as this guy crashes, the hat comes fluttering down and it lands next to Indy? <laughs> well, you know, it's it it's Felix and his bag of tricks. This is a thing that he has to have, so it wouldn't be Indy without it. So it's <laughs> it's, it's magically connected. Yeah. Wait, does the hat come fluttering down to Indy? No, I was saying what that oh, that, that was yeah. something yes. he could have done. <laughs> I was like, wait a second. Yeah, it's, it's got a, like a Harry Potter connection almost. It's just it shows, it yeah. shows him back in uh, yeah. back yeah. in uh, Utah. It shows me. Is that you know, J- Jim? Could this happen? <laughs> it's just could the question we all happen? well yeah uh, we all, assume a holy grail and yeah uh, <laughs> i mean if, if an entire flock of of gulls or doves whatever the hell they are it like actually just flew up at that moment yeah is that I mean, what would if, happen if yeah if if there was this movie with tom hanks and, yeah it's pretty much like that i mean you can you can pretty much block up the engine and foul the uh, control services of a of a plane and bird mm. hits are a common problem yeah and um, you know, it, it, there's things like at uh, at Reagan Airport in uh, D.C. There's such a problem with seabirds that they have uh, air cannons that make regular loud noises. Oh, just yeah. to just to keep the birds away from uh, what what happened with Tom Hanks. So uh, yeah, I mean it's it's a common it's a common problem, and uh, it's ones that you have to check for. I mean things like that, little things like when you're doing a you know in general aviation, well not only in general general aviation but in in uh, commercial aviation. You do. You see the pilot do the walk around of the entire plane. He's looking, or he or she is looking in every uh, nook and cranny to see if there is a bird nest or a hornet's nest or any other things mm. that might block the proper huh? operation of the air services. Uh-huh. So, oh, wow. um, add add about two hundred uh, seagulls into any of those services, you get a problem. <laughs> do you think Henry knew, like, oh, they'll fly up there and they'll gum up the works and clog the stuff, or was he just sort of like? I'll just I don't I don't know I'll send some birds up there. Yeah. Well, we get we best. had we had his um. Well, we'll have to, tomorrow. We'll talk a little bit more about his motivations, but I don't know <laughs> where that would have come up in history. You know, I mean, yeah. considering the uh, the airplane was only you know less about thirty years old now. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know but, what his aviation background was, but he almost struts when he first starts off. Like I think he knows exactly what he's doing because he mm. like when he picks up that umbrella, he does like this almost a little dance step. Are, are there any uh, stage directions in the script, Pete? I mean, I know you follow uh, the, the little things in parentheses. That's a good question. I w- you know, I was dying to know, does it say Henry clucks like a chicken <laughs> as he approaches the <laughs> No, it, it says, holding his umbrella, Henry suddenly spins around and runs screaming and shouting into a flock of seagulls. So this was an interpretation by the yeah. artist. Yeah, oh. and then it says the seagulls take to the wing and flight thousands of them. Wow. wow. I, was, I'm, 
I'm wondering if there's other takes where Spielberg is telling him, now do it turkey. Yeah. <laughs> now do it like a whippoorwill. <laughs> a morning dove. Yeah, yeah morning dove. <laughs> Although the, the, the direction when it says, uh, when they hit the plane, it says seagulls are shredded by the Messerschmitt's whirling propeller blades into a feathery white puree. Mm. <laughs> See, that's what I love about this scene. <laughs> Good old attention dark. to detail. Yeah, yeah. it's just a nasty, <laughs> disgusting way to die that smells. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, Pete, I'm surprised you haven't made more of a deal about uh, Henry. You know, becoming more active here. Yeah, I, that didn't even occur to me. I yeah, I think that's a very good point, though. And, 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 like, what has changed? I mean, there's a monumental shift in his character right here. But I still I still wonder if Henry is a secret adventurer and he's he's let Indy handle things up to this point because he doesn't start to act until, Henry, until Indy is completely helpless. Like, Indy suddenly doesn't have bullets for his gun and has nothing to do, and all of a sudden Henry's like, okay, I got this. And I wonder if he's just been waiting until his son can't handle a situation. Hmm. Because how many murders have we seen where, uh, you know, Henry is looked on in disapproval? Well, because maybe they've all been like, oh, I would have killed him like this. (laughs) (laughs) Too much energy expended, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a good question, though. I don't know. Would you say that Henry is more MacGyvery than uh, Indy? I mean, Indiana says, I'll make it up as I go along, but... You know, Dad's doing it here, but he seems to have come up with a better, faster plan that worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd say absolutely. Yeah, he and, and it, you know, it makes you it makes you wonder, like, you know, is is how's he going to see the world now differently? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that that satchel and the umbrella is from Q Branch? I'm just wondering yeah. where yes. what his background is that we don't know yeah. about. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he's got that handy uh, umbrella cozy in the satchel. <laughs> That's from a little, little support from Q Branch. Yeah, can we uh, can we imagine Indy doing the same move or not? I can't imagine him thinking of it. I can't yeah. imagine That's him a having great an question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so so here's the question: What would Indy have done had he been alone here? I, I want him to run for those rocks just for some kind of cover. <laughs> That's all I want him to do. To be safe, yeah. Indy. All, all he really has to do is stay on either side of that rock in the background, which yeah. is the the friar's cat. I think it's in it's in Spain. Oh. But yeah, he just watches the plane, you know, and the plane will do an Immelman and turn around and come back the other way, and, and he'll just, just run the around the back of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Eventually, the uh, the one hundred nine will run out of bullets, and then he can just <laughs> there you go. walk home. I can see that. Yeah. He could have done it Rancor style and just thrown a big rock at the plane. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess his plan was to sit there on the beach and shoot at the plane. <laughs> originally, yeah. Yeah, yeah originally. That doesn't seem like a great plan He's, either. Yeah, he no. used six bullets. <laughs> it doesn't work so far. He's, I mean, he knows what's up. He's like, Dad, he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, yeah, I, I keep thinking of the, the scene from Patton where he's like, you know, just pulling out the gun and the bullets are, are landing all around him, but not hitting, uh, Patton. And, yeah. the, you know, he, he would probably be standing there with a gun shoot, you know, he'd shoot the guy between the eyes while the guy was unloading uh, at him with a machine gun on, on the plane and not hitting. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's his plan. Okay. <laughs> well, do we have anything else for minute 81? Uh, well, wait beach. a minute. There is something the coming alive here. Birds. Oh, what's that? Coming through the wires. Hey. What do you mean? Wires. This just in from Professor Christy Porter. Does it mean something that the gun doesn't work against the plane, but the bumbers shoot and birds do? The good old organic ways work best. The umbrella's an Ewok against the tyranny <laughs> of the <laughs> empire. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> Wait, what's a bumper shoot? It's an umbrella. An umbrella. Oh, you don't okay. have a totally dorky dad who calls him bumper shoots? I've never heard that. <laughs> no. you, know, you get to do it too? You pass it on to your son? <laughs> <laughs> oh. And we and we thought that Jim O'Kane was going to embarrass himself. See? <laughs> I got your back, Jim. Uh, the show isn't over yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess so. So here's a minute, though, just to be clear. Here's a minute where an old guy actually does something. That's wow. true. Yeah. We were wondering before it, if there's a little uh, minute, ageism yeah. going on in this thing. Mm-hmm. I feel really good about this. <laughs> 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 all right wow well jim thank you for joining us today this has been awesome thank you for having me it's been wonderful again and you uh as one of the busiest people on the internet uh should take about half an hour now and tell people where they can find you <laughs> well actually i would like if people <laughs> haven't been listening and they should be uh we fi- uh, hal and i uh, of several minutes ago uh, hal and i previously uh, finished the rocketeer minute where not only did we talk 109 episodes of one of the greatest Disney movies uh, ever made. But we also managed to get the star himself, uh, Billy Campbell, the Rocketeer, to uh, like the show so much he came on for about 30 episodes. So, <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. That's awesome. so, yeah. Yeah. You can check that out at rocketeerminute.com or wherever uh, fine podcasts are distributed. Also, please check me out in June, uh, beginning hopefully June 9th, <laughs> unless something horrible goes wrong. Uh, June 9th, we'll be starting the Apollo 13 Minute, and we will actually have people who have been to the moon. Uh, oh, awesome. On the show. And That's uh, many other surprises. Uh, <laughs> and we're, we're trying to record <laughs> as fast as we can just in case they change their minds. <laughs> but uh, join, yeah, join us at Apollo13minute.com. Awesome. We will do that. Everyone listening, you please come back here tomorrow for Minute 82 of Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade here on the Indiana Jones Minute. Jim, can you make that noise, that siren noise? (laughs) No, I can't. (laughs) I only do that when I'm asleep. (laughs) Can you make that air cannon noise at Reagan International? (laughs) Well, imagine this, only about 100 times louder. (laughs) 